0: In the history of television, it's never been so funny, so dramatic, so totally... Mind-blowing. Wow, 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 wow. Sunday, (laughs) television's greatest night is the biggest live event of the year.
1: One, two, one, two, three.
0: Watch the best of the best face off.
1: And the Emmy goes to...
0: Jimmy Kimmel hosts the Emmys. If you don't watch, we're not friends anymore. Live Sunday, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on ABC.
1: Hey there, Halt and Catch fans. Welcome back to the Halt and Catch Fire After Buzz After Show. We're here breaking down season three, episode five. Yerba buena. We'll see you in a second.
0: You're tuning into the
1: destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. One of these days, we're going to start our new wave band. Today is not that day. Today is the day for and Catch Fire. My name is Isaac Johnson. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson or Instagram the Isaac Johnson. And once again, I'm joined by the best host at After Buzz, Amber Plaster.
0: What a great introduction. Yeah. Hi guys, thanks for watching. My name is Amber Plaster. You guys can tweet me your predictions and strategies and thoughts at Amber Plaster. Yeah,
1: also if you're on the YouTube, leave us a comment. We'll respond to you. We totally will. We read those comments. We do. We go back and read all the comments. We totally do. Um, uh, what? There's some, I feel like there's something coming up on television, and I feel like in the history of television, it's never been so funny, so dramatic, or so good. Think about the shows that are on this season. Uh, there's House of Cards, Modern Family, uh, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, what else, what am I missing?
0: Blackish. Yep. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Homeland, Better Call Saul, Veep, Transparent, oh, Silicon yeah. Valley, Mr. Robot, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
1: I mean, really, television's golden age is right now.
0: Oh yeah, and don't forget the Americans, oh, yeah. Transparent, and Master of None.
1: Couldn't forget any of those, and on September, Sunday, September 18th, television's Greatest Night is the biggest live event of the year.
0: You can watch the show that celebrates great television, the Emmy Awards.
1: Yeah, there's no better night to watch the best of the best face-off and see if your favorite shows win.
0: Plus, you can see what everyone's wearing on the red carpet, who looks just as hot in real life as they do on their shows. Oh my gosh,
1: I know exactly who I'm thinking of. I hope I see that person. So be there when one of the funniest men on television, Jimmy Kimmel, hosts the Emmys live Sunday, September 18th, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, on ABC.
0: Speaking of things that are great, yes. let's discuss this next episode of Halt and Catch Fire.
1: Transition. Here we go. <laughs> How'd you feel about this episode, Amber?
0: Um, Man, it, it kind of tore me apart a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um. First of all, just waiting to hear the end of that phone call with Joe.
1: Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Song. That
0: man can tear me apart with just mm. no words, just all acting. His thoughts are so clear. Yes. Yes. And when he finally smiled, I was like, oh, "Okay, so oh, yeah. I, we're thinking that it's HIV negative?" Sorry.
1: Yeah, well, I'm imagining <laughs> that uh, the smile on his face meant that the results were good for him, which negative would be positive. In
0: I this mean, case. in the 80s, HIV was no joke; oh, yeah? that was a for sure death sentence back then. Yeah, so. exactly.
1: I remember when that happened to Magic Johnson. Yeah. Um, I loved the episode too. Um, this was probably like the most like tightly knit episode in terms of like story and themes and. It felt like what was happening with one character sort of informed what was going to happen with another character. Mm. Loved it. love, love, love. it. There's a
0: lot of mirroring um, mm-hmm. in the characters that we're finding. You know, just when, when one's doing good, you're like, and we're about to go totally. to the next character and see it kind of tip over.
1: Absolutely.
0: So we kind of start the episode off with um, Boz and uh, Gordon having kind of a great time, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, um, Boz is on a road trip back to Dallas. Uh, with Cameron.
1: Oh, yeah. Totally. To visit
0: the family. Cameron is um, trying to go uh, pick up some stuff from her, you know, deceased father's home and maybe visit, deal with her mother, which we don't know much about her mother, I don't think. Do we remember anything from season um, one, season two, and her mom?
1: It's kind of hard to remember that far back. Um, I know that the situation is not good with them. I can't um, wait to see what her mom is like. Yeah, I don't know that we've, uh, I can't remember if we've met her mom, but certainly know she wasn't a great mom um, uh, since we're talking about them, Cameron and Boz, um, I, I mean, Bosworth is a guy that's looked out for her. He's been like a surrogate dad to her in many ways. He's very good for, good to her. Um, maybe he was being a little pushy in the car there, but I, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't think her response to him was warranted. I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of getting really tired of Cameron. Like, Pushing everyone away that only wants to do good by her.
0: Yeah, I think that um, I I think that Boz is literally a father to her, like in yeah. every way except for blood. Yeah. Um, and and he's been nothing but wonderful to her. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about on previous after shows, he defends her to, when no one else is around. Exactly. To other men in the industry, which is very rare in any kind of business. Yeah. I think. I mean, like mm-hmm. genders aside, I think it's just very rare that you have. Kind of a boss, kind of speak up for you like mm-hmm. that. He has your best interests in mind, regardless of his past. And I, right? I'm, I'm honestly a little bit, I'm a little bit tired of Boz's son. Boz's son. Yeah. I mean, is Boz's son a complete jerk? Does he have a right to be like? I've never seen a, yeah. an adult male be that whiny. Like, what is it? Well,
1: no, he's not. But this is what. Um... This is where I'm at with with him and his son, because last season, his son, his son named James, by the way, um, says that, yeah, yeah, says that, um, you know, I'm not mad at you. I mean, almost like I forgive you right before the wedding. He's in the car outside. His mom, you know, Boz's ex-wife didn't want him to come into the wedding. I thought this is very cool. You know, Boz is now in his life, really interested in the grandson. They gave him the middle name. Remember that? And, you know, so Boz is here trying to help out and he builds the crib and he's just, just trying to be helpful. But what I see where his son is upset is, is that, uh, you know, Boz was an absentee dad, you know, he was a workaholic Mm. and now it seems like he's, you know, maybe to his son, he's making such a stronger effort with my son or his grandson, but he didn't make that same effort with me. So maybe there's some sort of just animosity towards, true. you know, like, look, why didn't you try this hard with me? Even though he did you know, sort of forgive him before I think all of this, you know, he calls him like family man and
0: he's digging at him.
1: Yeah. Really digging at him. It was was hard to see because, because Boz is giving such a genuine effort to sort of make up for his, his past sins.
0: I mean, I can definitely relate to that, you know, as a child of divorce. Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't around when I, a lot when I was a kid and now we have a great relationship. But right. I think a lot of people in our particular generation can relate to having parents who broke up or mm-hmm. maybe weren't there for them when they were younger. And it's really interesting to see Boz make an effort and be like, Okay, you know, like should I just disappear or should I really try to show my family now that I love them? And and then to see the kid's perspective of, like, I don't care how many pins you left. me. like, you weren't there for me. They mean nothing right. to me. And he's like, here I was trying to give you what I could, which wasn't enough. It's, yeah. it's very interesting to see both sides. So I get it. I just thought, you know, because he said that he apologized.
1: Yeah. Yeah. that I, he it,
0: really did forgive him.
1: It took me a minute to think about it because I thought, like, well, look, you were gone all day working on the 4th, which is, you know, a thing that sucks. But, you know, he was just trying to be helpful. But then I did see the perspective of just, like... I mean, he's still, as a, as a child, he's still been injured by his father, even though Boz has completely owned up to it, which is something rare in an absentee parents. Sometimes they never really grow up and admit any of their faults. They just kind of expect you to get over it or something like that. But Boz is really here, making a good faith effort. Um, but at the same time, because he was hurt by him, it doesn't, even if he forgives him, it doesn't uh, excuse like the hurt that he felt as a kid. For not having his dad around, and getting these pilot's wings, he didn't like that. He just kept them in a box because his mom was a stewardess or something. But I, I, I kind of well, maybe understand. he
0: did like it, and it wasn't enough.
1: Right, it could be, yeah, it could be, and that's that's kind of what it it seemed to be for him. That he's just like, well, it wasn't enough, and now you're trying harder with him, and look at you sending the right stuff. I mean, because even he's like, well, you sent, it, you get, did you get the crib? Oh, It came in a lot of pieces. I might have to put that together later. So I think heard that and thought, yeah, great. Well, I can do that. Mm -hmm. you know i sent it to you i guess i can put it together too and instead he gets to sort of turn around to you know like basically just throwing right back in his face like thanks for helping out dad
0: it's so interesting because this is technically a period piece show Mm -hmm. we i mean we can't relate anymore to not being able to just text you while you're at work to ask you a question I mean sure. that's something yeah, that yeah, you know if I was at home with my family and my husband went off to work and his dad came over mm-hmm. and I would just send a quick quick text and be like, oh you know what um, we're we're I actually think I'd really like to get the crib up tonight. Um, is it okay if your dad puts it together? Is that weird? That, yeah, like, that would have eased so much tension. Totally. And yet this is not the age of that, so there's actually less communication. Yeah. On this show than than we we get to have as yeah like, that's true. As it's a totally luxury in, in current day, so I I, I get it. Men yeah. need to feel useful, and they are useful. Yeah. Um, but when you have another man that's like close to you, like your dad or your brother, step on that usefulness, yeah, that in a way can question your manhood. So I knew that the wife immediately was like, "I'm going to bed." She's like, "I'm not." Yeah, well,
1: she could see that it was getting stirred up there. But maybe it could also be this too that. You know, as his son, he's like, well, look, I'm not going to abandon my kid like you mm. kind of did me or, or be a workaholic, even though he was working on a holiday. Mm-hmm. But maybe he's like, I can get it right with my family and I don't need you to interfere in that or, or something to that effect.
0: Yeah, that's a bummer. It I is a it bummer because it was
1: like, oh, man, he's trying so hard. You know, like yeah. He really doesn't have many people. Um, but as we sort of talked about, like the, the show sort of mirroring relationships. That's why when Cam says, you know, you're not actually my dad, that's why it probably stings so much more to Boz because he's already, you know, trying really hard with his family and he's trying really hard with Cameron. Like, basically, like, twice in, like, 24 hours, he hears this thing about how he's not a good dad. And he's, you know, I know that, Cameron. She's like, no, I don't think you get that. But I don't think it was warranted in Cameron's situation there in the car. I mean, really, he's trying to stop her from you know, the guy's going to buy the bike, he's got the cash, and he's you got to get out and do it now. And just That was like, hard to watch. Yeah, and just like Boz is like, well, look, I've done things that I can't take back. I don't want to see you make the same kind of mistake.
0: Yeah, I um, I mean, I have no idea what Cameron's mother is like, but um, it was very interesting to watch Cameron, you know, go those 200 miles, and like Boz says, she couldn't make the last 20 steps yeah. to the front door, and she sat there, she wanted this bike, which... Would have looked amazing on her. <laughs> that
1: was it was a great looking bike. Oh, It
0: was a great looking bike. I was yeah. so sad. Like the whole audience was just like, no, get it. Um, but it was interesting to see that she, the more and more she sat there, you could see her just being like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. She was working herself up so much that I thought she was going to have a panic attack.
1: Yeah, I thought so too.
0: And I, I really don't think that she wanted that bike to, to run away. But when you're having a panic attack, you can't really be pushed in the water. You just you kind of yeah. need to gather yourself, and, and she wasn't being rational. I think I don't think she was being rational. No. I think she was in complete I, state
1: of. I generally think that she's not very rational. Most no, of the time. I think she's
0: rational other times. Uh, okay, sure. <sighs> maybe I'm the last one in Cameron's corner. Maybe I don't
1: know. It just seems like you know, like here's Boz trying real hard, trying to help you not make a mistake. You really can't take this back. Once this guy's bought the bike, that's it. And you cared about your dad. You cared about him so much that you go by his name. And you've come all this way, but did you come all this way to just be like, well, okay, that's it. But I know she did need someone to push her, but she, you know, like you said, she's acting irrationally and she just decides to just let the bike go, which was
0: I don't think bummer. I would have, I don't think I would have done anything different than Boz did.
1: Yeah, He exactly. wasn't wrong. Yeah, I don't think so.
0: He was being really tough on her, but he wasn't wrong. I wanted to be like, he's not wrong.
1: Yeah, he said something like, <laughs> look, do I have to pick up the slack for you again?
0: Yeah, he you was know? trying different tactics. He was like yeah. trying to be nice. He was trying to be like just joking. And he was like, Am and I going to, can I embarrass you into fixing your problem? No. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then he's going to get out the car and do it himself. And then she stops him from doing it. And then she throws the, just a punch in the gut to him. I was like, Oh, come on. He doesn't deserve that. He's been so good to you. I mean, he's been sometimes the only person to listen to you. Even way back at Cardiff when he didn't understand half of what she was talking about, he was like a listening ear for her. So it just seemed like a real stab in the back for her to do that to him who's been there for her when he, maybe the most. When
0: he left her, though, at yeah, that yeah. garage sale, I was like, good.
1: Yeah, she heard him. She heard him. Those words were hurtful.
0: She had to have dealt with her mom then, don't you think? Because she didn't have a cell phone. And, she, and we the next time we see her, she's at a payphone. Yeah. But... Who? It, I mean, how well, did she get there? Should she hitchhike there? Did her mom drop her off there?
1: I mean, I would imagine she hitchhiked or just walked, I guess. I mean, she's just walking down the road. Um, I'd
0: like to think that that absence was spent with her mom. I hope we go back to that. I hope yeah. we revisit that.
1: Yeah, well, was that when we saw her at the payphone, or was did she at she the payphone maybe after the taxi or something like that?
0: Maybe, was yeah. there a
1: taxi? Yeah, well, because when she's at the house and Bob is trying to get her to hold the baby... She was like, my taxi's going to be here in a minute. And then she got the taxi because she wasn't going to stay with them. Um, your baby's cool, is what she said.
0: Yeah, but that was before she went to go see your mom, right?
1: Uh, well, Boss takes her to see the, her mom. I, I don't know. I don't really remember. Now I've the got it confused. Of events. Yeah, the but of events I, think, confused. Hmm. I think she goes to the payphone after she tells the lady that her baby's cool. You're supposed to say your baby's cute, not cool. Which was
0: amazing <laughs> so it was awkward. so hilarious i yeah. love seeing cameron with the baby she was just like i don't want to do this yeah yes, just it's, trying to handle what are off. the words you say for little toddlers Get it yeah. away from me do i have to pretend like it's cute good job uh, uh, yeah i
1: mean it was a cute baby i guess but um she's not having uh, it i don't know but so she's at the payphone and she calls tom that's who she's calling to leave her awkward message for mm-hmm. hey it's me i'm here i'm K, which I know it's kind of cool to see a payphone. I haven't seen one of those. Yeah. And a phone booth. For Inappropriate. That yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Really cool phone booth.
1: Yeah, very cool phone with booth.
0: With a Whataburger, all of our Texas viewers and listeners. Yeah, I know.
1: She was like, Whataburger? I haven't been to a Whataburger since I was on tour a long time ago. But Yeah. Um, so she meets up with Tom. I mean, she the reason that she won't erase part of the code and has the big fight with Swapme is because of the code that she created with Tom. We had our last season leaving the plane ticket for Tom. Please come with us. He didn't come with her. but she... And that's never
0: been addressed.
1: No, it has not been addressed. But...
0: I want it to be addressed. Oh, yeah. Why didn't Tom <laughs> come out to San Francisco? Yeah. Yerba Buena, if you will.
1: Yes, Yerba Buena. I will. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so she's just been spending all this time thinking about him, you know, sort of pining for him. You know, she's not over him. And then when they get in the restaurant, she just can't be genuine with him. I didn't, I just got her starting to, and then he's sort of saying, you know, I should have contacted you. And she makes the joke about the plane ticket. You can handle the bill. Cameron, you own your own company. You can pay that for bill. That was aggressive,
0: right? She was like, you can pay for the bill. Yeah, I was, was like. It,
1: was it a joke or did she just say it wasn't received well? Because she, I mean, I don't believe that she really even did right by him while he was there. She was. I mean, I can't remember the, the last interaction that they had, but it was sort of cold, and then she losing the plane ticket, and then, of course, he didn't go. Which I remember last season being really glad that he didn't go because I was like, I don't know that she really deserves Tom. I think he's maybe too good for her. I don't know. Maybe that's just, maybe I'm just projecting there. Who knows? <laughs> I, like, I like the character, but.
0: No, I like Tom. Yeah. We, we do have um, someone in the chat who's mm-hmm. helping us out with the order of events because I really want to figure this out. Yeah. So. Um, one of our wonderful uh, chat viewers Who said the order of events. Her name is Monica. Hey, Monica. Um, thanks for watching. Um, she said taxi, then payphone, then met up with Tom, then garage sale, then garage sale, yeah. then the Mutiny House where she's up on the roof and right. she drinks and mm-hmm. thinks about her life. Goes into her dark hole. And then uh, Tom again, um, while she's gone for that week from San Francisco, while Donna's looking for her frantically. So thank you very much for that. Thank you so Um, much. I was like, really, I was like, what, who did she, how did she get there?
1: Yeah. Well, so, okay, so she is talking to Tom. But it's not going well because she just won't really be genuine with him. Even when he starts to say, you know, I really missed you, she throws that aside, she starts kind of like just redirecting the conversation. And to me, I can see her wanting to... You know, really tell him. I mean, oh, Well, you know, I didn't. I didn't come here for you, and it was also my dad's stuff. But she didn't really come for the dad stuff. She didn't even get the bike.
0: I know. I'm like,
1: do, I, do, I guess. Do you have any thoughts in, into why she just can't be real with Tom? I mean,
0: I at least just in that think moment. she's very immature. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that she's um she's not great at being vulnerable. I think being vulnerable is her biggest yeah. weakness, which mm-hmm. is why she gets along great with Joe. Because <laughs> Joe does not enjoy being vulnerable, although he can be, I would say even better than Cameron can be, completely. Um, and he can be open, but um, but I think that they're kind of two of a kind, as it were, because yeah. um, because Cameron is volatile; she cannot handle her emotions, and when they come out, they are n- not organized mm. and pretty or fair. And Joe's the same way. Yeah. And poor Tom is just like a nice guy. So nice. Who just really likes her mm-hmm. and but we still don't know why he didn't come. I'm I'm concerned, was yeah. there a relationship there? Did he not
1: Well what, was it a confidence issue? I mean, one, I was really glad to see him back. We've been talking for like four episodes, like oh, when's Tom coming back? Here yeah. he is, he's back. But I don't know. I mean, she's she's hot and cold. That's her sort of personality. Uh, when someone tries to get close, she pushes them away. She pushed Boz away, she pushed Donna away, she pushed Tom away. So you know, does he really want to travel across country and uproot his life for someone who may, like, tomorrow just not be cool with him? Uh, you know?
0: I mean, I, I get it, mm-hmm. but he's young.
1: He is young. He start over. He, he is can, young. He can, but can if you've job. ever done that, um, I've done that. Um, it's not a pleasant situation it's when you get terrible. there and, and the person's like, yeah, I changed my mind. You're like, cool. I'm going to I'm gonna be here still, though. Um, so, I mean, especially, he, you know, I'm really happy to see you. She cuts him off. I'm just open up to the guy. You know you want to.
0: I think she's just very nervous. I think she still likes him. I think he still likes her oh, yeah. from what I can tell. Oh, yeah. They're
1: they they they're both still interested in each other. I mean, he's apologizing for not going.
0: Was that, not to jump ahead, but was that an engagement ring at the end of the no, episode?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a ring. She puts it on the left hand. I don't know that finger. we've ever seen
0: a ring on that finger. No, behind. there hasn't been.
1: Okay. Um, So, I don't know. Is but you going mean, to try to... But obviously she went back and stayed with him for a week.
0: Try to tame, tame her?
1: Uh, you know, well, it seems like, okay, so he says, so she gets back to, finally gets back to Mutiny or Swapmeet or whatever they're calling it. Swootney maybe, I don't know. Swootiny.
0: I think it's just Mutiny now. I think Swapmeet yeah, is. is like yeah, an is. application owned by Mutiny now. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but while she's back there and the, the big blow up with Donna and Cameron which we can talk about because that was maybe one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode also the Joe thing that you mentioned at the beginning of the episode that's so cool yeah but um she's you know while after they have their big blow up she says to Donna you know Cam- that, that Tom says you're the best thing that ever happened to me so something happened in that week or five days I guess or whatever it was while she was while she was with Tom which is why there's a ring um obviously they're not gonna leave us hanging we're gonna find out more about that in coming episodes i gotta believe but then
0: tom why didn't you call why didn't you reach out
1: again uh, i have
0: so many questions for tom
1: but he had to be hurt he had to be hurt by her before she left i mean she wasn't good um and again i know but yeah but he should have called he wanted to call obviously he's not over her Mm. i really like just the Story-wise, we haven't left that thread off because, like we were saying, like when's he going to come back? It was too good of a relationship for us to just forget about it yeah. and, and let it go. Well, okay, so let's talk about Donna and Cameron and that fight that they had. I, is there any way, I mean, I guess you said you're sort of still on Cameron's side, but can you be in that fight on Cameron's side? She left for a week, told no one where she was going. Business happens within a week you weren't here to make any of these important decisions we have and no one knew where you were. You you could have at least called, I'm with Tom, I need some time, something, right? That would be way too mature for Cameron. Yep. But I, I just couldn't be on Cameron's side.
0: She's going to have to from now on. She's going to, I mean, that... It was interesting to see because Cameron came back with a brilliant idea with the routing numbers. Yeah. And so it was a perfect example of, you can't get rid of Cameron. She is brilliant and mm-hmm. she's going to continue to provide brilliant... on. Un- previously unthought of solutions for mutiny in her little genius brain right and so Donna is forced into the mom role again yeah time after time and she finally is just like you know Cameron kind of breaks down and is like you know I'm I'm, I'm sorry you know I drag my feet a lot and, and Donna's like <laughs> You do more than drag your feet. Uh, yeah. You disappear and we're running a business.
1: Well, I mean, some of the things she says during that conversation when they're yelling at each other, which is so great, so much great tension in that scene, loved it, um, is my company. She doesn't say our company. She says, you made decisions for my company without me. She doesn't want to lose
0: control of mutiny.
1: Yeah, she doesn't or, or herself because she refers to mutiny as it's who I am. Mm-hmm. But, and this is where I was really frustrated with the character, um, was that it's not just you. It's Donna as well. It's Gordon as well. It's all these people as well. I mean, yeah, essentially the two of them are the heads of the company, but it was hard to feel any sort of. I mean, after. I mean, she left and that was just like awful. But the fact that she's. Like, any decision that has to be made within the company has to have Cameron's approval, but not also Donna's approval. The sort of like. Uh, Gosh, the indignation when she comes in the office. Like, oh, I guess you made this decision without me. You weren't here.
0: I mean, Donna says, Cameron's not here. And I was just like, oh,
1: man. Yeah.
0: She's not wrong.
1: Yeah, I loved it, though. She's not loved wrong. because you—what you're going to let your hands be tied for a week. You're going to lose all this savage, business. That
0: was savage, though. Which is like,
1: oh. It was so good. Oh, it
0: was so good.
1: Which, by the way, does Cameron hate money or something? Does she hate the idea of making a profit? I mean, essentially, like, the idea with the routing numbers is PayPal, but um, you know, like, Donna's like, well, we can turn a profit, and they'll make $3, and we may make $2, but we'll earn, and our community's growing? Like,
0: So, Cameron's concern is, as a punk rocker, which punk rock, I think, is not only the type of music we listen to, but it's also an identity, which is, yeah. screw the man, I'm mm-hmm. going to do things the way that I want to, right. and you don't get to charge me more just because you say so. So, right. people who kind of Buy into the ideology, automatically hate the middleman and the man, Mm -hmm. um, unless it benefits them. It's a woman
1: in this case, Donna. The man,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, she's becoming the man, hates it, and is fighting herself because she doesn't want to be the man. So she's like, "Well, we could at least not. If I have to be the boss, then you know, maybe we could at least not charge them." She's kind of doing. She's kind of cutting herself down because she doesn't like who she's becoming. 100%.
1: Hundred percent. Um, yep. I like that. I mean I like that that's that's what makes sense. But I There's don't... still
0: a small transaction fee, I believe. I mean it's like Well
1: there isn't because she's basically saying there's no transaction fee because you use the routing there's numbers. No, yeah, so you used become like a bank. Yeah, so you're like the bank, you're basically just moving the money but you're not making
0: any money, which is yeah.
1: A weird thing to think of. But like
0: it would make them competitive in the market if other totally. people wanted to use credit card companies. Totally.
1: Which like it is a better idea. Even Diane praises her at the end of the episode for that, but I just <sighs> I'm just having such a hard time being like, well, the point of a business is to turn a profit and Donna is trying to do that. And in this case, trying to do it while you're just off doing like, you can't work in a vacuum. You know, this is a company. There are other people's lives and interests here at stake and you just feel like, well, look, sometimes I just need to go in a hole to find my head and You know, I was gone. I was working. Well, no one knew what you were doing because you weren't in communication with anybody. You could have at the very least picked up a phone and let them know where you were. You promised to come back Monday. It's now Friday. That's a lot of business days. That's the whole business week that passed. And they had to make decisions. And I'm still upset that she called it my company, not our company.
0: You know, what upset me more than that is when um, she revealed to Donna, like, hey, thank you so much for being there when I'm dragging my feet. And she's Mm -hmm. like... You know, still partners, yes, we're gonna do the writing number thing. And then camera extends a business hand. Mm-hmm. Cameron, goes, Cameron as the mother figure and Donna. someone who, or Donna yeah. uh, as the mother figure uh, and someone who deeply cares about this relationship yes. and Cameron's health, which is the first thing she kind of says. Even though she's being kind of spiteful, she's like, Are you okay? Like, yeah. how are you doing? She goes in to hug her and no, Cameron does not hug back.
1: No hug back. Yeah, noticed that and I thought, Ooh. I was like,
0: Oh, what a shot to land on.
1: Yeah, like, why are you
0: hugging her back? I don't think we're seeing any progress in terms of Cameron opening up or getting better mentally.
1: No. I mean, like what we said last episode is she's she's kind of acts like a child. She is a child. Mentally, it seems like that's who she is, which is why it's like, this is my identity. This is who I am. You did this with my company. You know, I have better ideas. Like, you know, all of this stuff. And it's like, I get this sort of like punk rock attitude of, Like, let's not help other establishments.
0: Not justifying it. I'm saying that's where I I think it comes from.
1: No, I get it. And that makes a lot of sense. It just, it's just, like I said, it's just hard to be on her side when everything that she does is sort of at the, you know, you know, no one else can, like, if it doesn't benefit her, she doesn't care. Yeah. And she hates the thought of selling out. Yeah. If other people suffer, doesn't care. Don't, don't care. You know, like other people are involved in this, who cares? And it's just, uh, like. Good grief. Um, but she finds out with Diane. I
0: knew that was going to happen. I knew that I'm glad we didn't have to wait happen. several episodes, by yeah. the way. Love that. To be honest, I mean, there's there's two secret secrets that are going to drop this season. Mm-hmm. Donna not pushing Diane to fire. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, that one's as out. As are calling them. That yeah. one got dropped. And then the other one is Donna's abortion. Oh, yeah. So I really did think that when Gordon was like... She was going to be like, I had an abortion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought that, I thought it was going to drop then, but it didn't. I was like, oh, okay. We're going to wait till things get worse. Okay. Yeah,
1: it didn't. Um, So, Donna Gordon. Um, Sex twice a day. It's a very, it's a good day. It's a good day in your married life when you've been married for how long at this point?
0: Yeah, years and years.
1: Yeah, they haven't done it twice in a day since the Ford administration is what Gordon throws out there.
0: She was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, like it's, you know, it's easy. It's when you're in a relationship for a long time, it's easy to forget oh, yeah. the benchmarks of your relationship. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. Is our an anniversary? What? Yeah. Uh, are we supposed to do something with that? Like, what do we have to do? Like, yeah. you're just like, you just go through the motions and time just flies by. And so it was exciting to see them, like, connect.
1: Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've never forgotten my anniversary. I'm I've never forgotten my anniversary. Perfect husband, um, in case you uh <laughs> Um, But uh, sorry. I was like, um, so,
0: I mean, we have calendar reminders. For yeah, that, we do so. have
1: those Google. All those things are very <laughs> helpful. Um, but so they were supposed to go on go camping, which this is where you said Gordon's kind of giving like the weird look at the end of the episode. But he finds out that she never liked camping um she wasn't into it all these great memories he's had with her i guess he, she was just like eh, pure all she was
0: just being a good wife I she mean, was just going along with it
1: i don't blame her i'm not like a big fan of camping sleeping on the ground
0: why? i don't think many people are and uh talking to my family that's what they i mean i i grew up pretty middle class to poor mm-hmm. um and that's what they did in the 60s 70s and 80s because yeah, you don't have money you yeah. can go camping especially with children mm-hmm. um and so that was like a That was like a yearly activity for my family. And I'm sure it was for a lot of families. And I'm sure a lot of the moms really didn't care about it. (laughs) But they went because it's like all they could afford. And they could like make little sandwiches instead of eating out at restaurants and save pennies. And um, I don't think that Donna's wrong for admitting to not like it. But Gordo, they said, said, oh, Gordo's in a mood. And I was like, just dip that in gold and hang it up for the rest of the series.
1: (laughs) Yeah definitely um i don't blame her either i mean i like i went camping almost every summer as a kid too hated it they've invented the bed now we can sleep on those things not the ground you know um but you know this is a banner day for them they let the stakes burn it was the sex was that good some sort of innuendo i'm sure in someone's book i'll come up with it in an hour um (laughs) but, <laughs> I love that
0: they were so busy having sex that their food, their steaks burned. It's great.
1: Love to see that sort of thing, especially yeah. like it's a married relationship and they've had issues before. The coals are reignited, if you will. Yeah. Um,
0: they had they were enjoying their little staycation.
1: Yeah, very nice. Which is nice. I've had a stay- several staycations. Um, but I love that moment when you know Donna's like going to bed after they're smoking. Little Jay in bed there It's like the kids are gone. Let's yeah. light her up. Um, but she's yeah. I never really liked it. And there's just that look on his face. Like what else have you told me? What else are you lying about? Especially after that whole thing with the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again. Do you think specifically Gordon's thinking about? as far as what they've been doing over and over again, just their relationship or is it something yeah, else? Yeah,
0: I think I think Gordon's really worried about being inadequate in every way. I think oh, he's yeah. I think he's always worried about not being enough for Donna mm-hmm. uh, because she's incredible and also because of his sickness and also because he's not the yeah, boss true. anymore. It's not him working on the computers anymore. You know, um, found, found out that she's not really into camping. Yeah. It's just things kind of com- compiling on top of him. And he's he's sad about it, but I kind of just have no patience for Gordon's moods. I just I just don't. I'm just like stop. She's great. She's so nice to you. She lied
1: about an abortion. That's that's wonderful.
0: She left it out.
1: Uh, A lie of omission. During
0: a time when she was not sure if she wanted to even be with Gordon because he was destroying her like career. Sure. So at that time it was Granted. justified. And Granted, she's gonna feel guilty about it, and it's gonna come out.
1: But yes, but at this point, yeah, you know, Gordon is you know being very genuine with her. I mean, yeah, he blew things up at the meeting, you know, a couple weeks ago. But like, he's even learned his place there. Um, and he's dealing with this sickness. I, I mean, I got some sympathy for the character. The guy's brain well, is sympathy for
0: Well, you know,
1: not his moods, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. know. He was like this before. His
1: well, yeah, he's certainly been like that He's but
0: been he's been mopey, Eeyore before this.
1: Certainly, um, at this point, there's some justification there why I've been lying to him, and he still doesn't even know what the lie is. But at least he's
0: he's sensing something.
1: He's sensing it. Um, because well, even they're going to go to the the brunch the next day. Los yeah, Gatos, I was like, what was that about? Los Gatos Cafe, I think is what they said it was.
0: It, it's not like he found out. Like, I don't understand why he was like just the morning. He was like, you know what? Like, you know when you're like. I have a few friends who, when they get really upset, instead of drinking, they obsessively clean. Oh, yeah. When they're really stressed out, they're, mm-hmm. like, instead of turning, like, drugs or alcohol, they're just, like, I'm just going to clean something until, like, my little hands bleed. Like, that's what he was doing. Like, he was upset.
1: Oh, yeah. And yeah. I
0: don't... I guess I'm not clear why.
1: I mean, I think he was just upset by what she said and that he felt like there were all these great memories that they had and they weren't as great as he remembered them to be, so... He's gonna go have some time with the ham, you know, just a little yeah. time with the ham. Isn't that what he said? Something, something for that. Little ham
0: time. I was like, Why are you? Yeah. What are you go not back fit? in the
1: closet with your ham radio. Where that guy listening on the other end cares about me, not my wife. No. Um. Gordon. That was such a tough moment for him. Oh man. Um. Oh man. We better talk about Ryan and Joe before we get out of here. We're close to the end, but yeah. um. Uh. Well, well, like we said, so that's that was an amazing shot seeing Joe take the phone call. Um, the music drowning out that new misery song that came up, the, the slow pan out and then over to the deck. Like
0: ugh. I was watching it and I was literally just like leaning in, yes. just what like, is- like what, what what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Like holding my breath during that scene. And mm-hmm. because I, I honestly like, I take notes during the, the show when I watch it so I can remember to discuss it for the after show. Mm-hmm. And one of the notes that I wrote for Joe in the beginning of the episode was, is he depressed? Oh Yeah. And uh, and then I was like, oh, maybe it's because, you know, he just found out that one of his partners...
1: Yeah, the guy that came to see him there.
0: Um, ...is HIV positive. hmm And in the 80s, that is a death sentence. Yeah. And it's quick.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's very
0: quick, and it's very painful. Absolutely. Well,
1: especially after that joke from the last episode about the guy about, you know, them getting the flu or whatever, which is AIDS. <sighs> yeah, you're right. Um, that was... Ugh. So it's already, like, in his mind there. Um chills you know he sees the guy we need to talk right now um and then you've got him later crying which ryan like give the man a moment stop looking over his shoulder ryan then, like, is
0: real nosy <laughs> yeah
1: he's just not socially aware of this guy I'm yeah
0: like, i think that's it i think he means well but he's just like a he puppy. doesn't even
1: know it's like the fourth of july oh you didn't tell me I had the day off he's like it's the fourth of july you don't have to come to work but yeah. come on in, I guess. How do you take your coffee? Yeah. Um, I
0: think he's still trying to prove himself to Joe and be like, yeah. wait, so do you want me to leave? Because I won't leave if you want me to leave.
1: Exactly. You tell me what to do. Where Joe is like, God, that's not who you're supposed to be. You know, yeah. but, but then
0: he's like, I can use you.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> like Joe
0: always does. He's yeah. like, let yeah. me use this person. Yeah,
1: he's smart. He knows the things I don't know. Even though he's just like a puppy that got kind of lead around by a leash or something like that. But um,
0: He'll take a puppy till he can get his wolf back.
1: Yeah. Well, sounds like a prediction. Um gosh, there were some oh there was there's finally like maybe the most honest moment with Ryan um that he was like I don't even know if you like me <laughs> when they're talking That was to her so good. End. That
0: was so good. <laughs> it was great. I'm glad that he said it, but I was also amused that Joe gave him nothing. He was like, Do you want to stay?
1: And it was like yeah.
0: that's not an answer. That was not yeah, like, that was not a. Of course I like you, Ryan. No, we're buds. Thanks for being here with me and working late. Yeah,
1: no power move.
0: You get nothing.
1: Yeah, nothing. You, you come any...
0: into Joe's house and you think you get love. You get nothing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like he's a puppy. You smack him on the nose. Stop the newspaper. picking
0: the puppy. Yeah, Joe.
1: He's totally doing that. Um, I mean, even like when he's, yep, you're done for the day. everything you know, it's like just dismissing him like the help, which I guess he works for him. He, kind of the help.
0: He is kind of the help for now until he's proven more useful, which Mm -hmm. Joe is, like, waiting for the day, right? And also, he got some really serious news. So I think I would have kicked someone out if I got news of whether I was going to live or die. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, that was the moment he knew. I mean, even... I love that the line after he walks out is, I'm ready. Perfect. You know, like, I'm ready for whatever my fate is at this point. And and then he gets, like, a new lease on life, essentially, after that. Because now... He has the idea, which I didn't understand any of that stuff, what they're talking about, ARPANET, NSFNET, any of that I stuff. I, have way this, over my head.
0: I have to say, this is the first episode, um, and, and please, you know, viewers and watchers, please tell us in the comments or tweet at us if you, if you have a better explanation. But this was the first episode where I, um, it was a little over my head, the tech that was going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, when, when they were showing the, the pin board with the yarn, I was like, wait, what are we, What's who's the middle man? What is it? What? Huh? And I was like, well, if we need to know it, they'll drive it home for us because AMC won't leave you hanging when it comes to plot yeah. and writing.
1: I mean, it seemed like ultimately, you know, one, the ARPANET is not that great. It doesn't work that well. It's not for commercial use. That much I got. So the NSFNET, I think, is what they're going to try to build, which basically the internet, um, and they've found... But a it's wor-
0: like a localized internet.
1: Yeah, like a r- regional or something like which that.
0: Which I was like, how does that work? Because I only know the internet is like the worldwide web. Right. Well, right? These,
1: these are the beginnings <laughs> of it, I guess. And they're like, well, other people have been funneling it or something that... In fact, I mean, what I got was is that we're going to find a way to do this. And then at this point, Joe says, I don't even care about money, which... It seemed like Ryan was like, uh, Yeah, okay. it also
0: it also made me feel like, okay, crazy. But, like,
1: yeah. him and
0: Cameron, right, both with the crazy, they're like, I don't even care about this. Yeah, well, like
1: you said, with them mirroring each other, is Joe says, I don't care about money. Apparently, Cameron doesn't care about money either. Nope. But they know this is the future, this is the next move.
0: But I feel like Cameron doesn't care about money because she wants to stick it to the man and just, like, live her life being right. kind of brilliant and interesting with other brilliant, interesting people. Whereas right. I feel like Joe doesn't care about money because he recognizes a different form of currency.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree with that 100%. It even reminds me that, oh, I think it's episode one of the first season where he says something about making a dent in the universe or a ding in the universe or something like that. It's a Steve Jobs quote that he steals. But mm. it's, that's his purpose in life is to make a difference or be remembered or something like that. Be the person that found the thing. Or he just like even he says NSFNet is the future, and he's more interested in that than making money. Like, oh, we lost three million dollars here. Who cares what the board thinks? I just, I just want to make my mark in like history. It seems like.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, he wants to be remembered, and I think, I think what we gather from, um, from that smile is that he does have a new lease on life, and i excited to see what he does with it. I did catch a little bit of the, the teaser for the next episode, which mm-hmm. looks like there's a buyer for a Mutiny, could which be. might lead us into, into predictions. predictions. <laughs> <laughs> After Buzz TV news. Oh.
1: Or that. And now, we're After Buzz TV. I make news so- and predictions. Yeah, I can make up some news if you want to. I don't really have any. Oh, by the way, there was like uh, Cameron says you can buy the first issue Superman for $100. I want to h- travel back to the 80s so I can buy Superman. No uh, kidding, right? Action Comics, number one. Would love to. Also, would it have been $100 back then? That thing's like worth like a million dollars now. It had to be worth tens of thousands
0: back well, then. Well, there were more, I mean, there was multiple copies of the first edition of Superman. So there was more people alive back then. That yeah, would I just guess have it. it wouldn't be
1: as rare back then.
0: And they would all be like on mutiny. They'd all be like on this little Craigslist of totally. the '80s. They would all be in that same area. So like you would be positioned to be in a, to be there to buy it anyway. Yeah, to be cool. That being said, yes. predictions. Let me think here. I think that I think that we're finally going to see some progress happen with Joe and Ryan. I predict that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that Joe is going to do something to try to buy and force Cameron back into his hands. And I think it's going to be too early. And I think he's not going to get her. Great prediction. That's my prediction.
1: Yeah. Love it. Um, I think we're going to see Diane make another push for a little Boz. A little business connection there. Um, I hope so. I hope so. I don't think that she's done. I think that she may see that as like, oh, challenge accepted, John Bosworth. Plus guy needs a friend oh
0: gosh guy does need a friend and you know like Donna said like uh, eccentric is like a a fancy word for asshole and women have to be eccentric in this business I was like (laughs) that's why I'm scared of you yeah in the best way
1: in this case Cameron is very eccentric Um, she doesn't care about anybody but herself it seems like uh, she's engaged. That's my guess. Not married, definitely engaged. Um, that's what the ring has to be about.
0: We did have uh, um, somebody in the chat mention that they thought the ring was her father's ring. Maybe she went back to the house. You mean and like yeah, that... and that was a sign that she got what she wanted from the house. Oh, um, I like that theory, but then that wouldn't explain that kind of giddy smile she had at the end, like she's in love with someone. So uh,
1: yeah, um, yeah. I mean, even her holding herself there at the end. I mean, look, she's. She's done terrible, not terrible things, but she's not done right by Donna before. So she finds this out. Yes, it's upsetting, but it looks like another sort of panic attack there. She's holding herself and, oh, I can't believe this has happened to me. And it's like, well, you haven't really given her another choice. So, again, I'm still not really on her side.
0: Well, you know, after finding out that Donna didn't tell Diane to fire them, Mm -hmm. she thinks that she has no one left like she thinks that she only right. has tom and mm-hmm. then she realizes she has tom and she's like tom and i think that's what that kind of line of thought is but i'm like no don't what are you what you're gonna do you're gonna go yeah. be a housewife in texas now what no
1: yeah no <laughs>
0: what don't think in what be, world are you gonna be a housewife But well,
1: she's still sleeping in a bunk bed so i don't think she's gonna be anybody's wife in texas or anything yeah. like that but i think that she's just yeah, yeah, like you said, like she's, well, oh, Tom's the only person that really understands me. That's like, what it looked like to me. Tom's the only one willing to put up with the crap. I don't know.
0: I think Tom's had some distance, and so he's like, yeah, rose-colored isn't glasses it, on. isn't
1: it like that? Yeah, I can't even remember why we broke up. Let's just, uh, you know, let's get back together. Tom, danger. Get out of that building. It's on fire, buddy.
0: Tom, smoke. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, also, I don't know if we mentioned it was really theater, theater, cool to see her go back to the mutiny house. That and possibly cool. those CG fireworks. I don't know. They didn't look real.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't notice because I was like, just like looking at her cool jeans and shoes hanging just off like, the roof. I was like, yeah, rooftops. we like, like
1: fireworks. And I was like, it's not like a thing that would bother me because I'm like, well, it's cheaper to just put them on the screen there. You don't need to actually light real fireworks up for that one scene. Um, I just thought like, that was like the one time I went like,
0: eh, is that real? Who knows? Oh, they've been doing so good. Yes.
1: Oh, no, the show is oh. amazing. Love it. This, like I said, this was a really tight knit episode with all the themes.
0: Oh, Love speaking it. of news, mm. we do have a special guest Ooh, um, yeah. next episode, um, so that will be exciting to announce next week for you guys yeah. watching. Uh, it's gonna be a um, it's gonna be a little mutiny, coder. It's yes. your little hint.
1: Yes, which one will it be? Which
0: one will it be? We'll have him on the show. Yeah,
1: tune in next week to find out. Amber Blaster, where can people find you online?
0: Hey guys, thanks for watching. You guys can tweet at me at Amber Blaster.
1: I love that it's so short for you. I feel like I have to say like 30 of them to get
0: all of mine out. Got to keep your names the same across all social media. I'm Isaac. trying,
1: but there's people already taking Isaac Johnson. How many of them can there be out there? You can follow me at Isaac Johnson on Twitter, the Isaac Johnson on Instagram, and other things. I don't know. Just find one of them. You find all the links. I'm sure you want to follow me. Please do it. Leave us a comment so we can respond to you. What you thought about the episode? We'd love to get in there and chat with you. And we'll see you next week with our guest. Bye guys. Bye.